Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Recorded live. And greetings in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm Brother Michael Jones, speaker of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have all heard of secondhand smoke and how serious this is. And yet, we stay around these people that smoke and inhale that toxic. We inhale that those smoke and yet we don't understand and see the effectiveness of it until one day we start to have the effectiveness of our body. We start to have uh, problems and troubles and go to the doctor and the doctor tells us, oh, well, you have different things wrong with you. The breathing is messed up or something is wrong with your blood pressure or something like that. But yet still it can be back to secondhand smoke. This can really kill us. So it is the same way we hear about lies that can do nothing and do nothing to correct them. Uh, we separate ourselves from them, just like in secondhand smoke. If we get away from these people, uh, tell them, say, look, I'm sorry, uh, move away. Talk to them. Let them know that this can hurt you. This can kill you. So we don't say nothing. We inhale that toxic influences of people who want to just enjoy themselves. We tell and listen to those lies, those toxic lies and those disbelieving, unbelieving statements that they made. But anyway, we face the same penalty of God wrath for our doubt, disobedience, and for our not being there uh, doing what he tells our unrighteousness. Yes, that's what I want to say. For too long, we've been told things that have not approved, not approved by the Heavenly Father and against his will. And when a message of God to bring the message of salvation, the gospel of Jesus Christ, many times the truth is rejected or denied. And it stands true. It's like when the prophets say in Hosea 4 and 6, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And yes, because they have rejected knowledge. We are rejecting knowledge because we have it here with us. We have the gospel of our salvation. We are told in the gospel to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we go so far. And either we quit or being distracted by the many lies from the evil one, telling us how to worship the Lord, how to serve God, even through though we have the knowledge of the truth that is written. For the Lord said, and we shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. But it seems like we don't want the freedom. 
But yes, we do. So it's just like the second head smoke. We are not paying attention to our surroundings. We are not uh, testing the spirit of things. The Bible tells us to test the spirit in all things. So when we start to test the spirit, knowing, knowing the evil one, knowing his devices, then we can we can correct and we can challenge people. We can move away and do things. In fact, we can correct those people that says, look, I'm doing my thing. I want to do what I want to do. And then we'll let them know that you're going against the will of God. You're going against the principle of God. So we must by all means hold fast to the truth and stop listening to the lies of the evil one. But we know that the evil one is the God of this world. And being the God of this world, he has blinded the mind of the unbelievers to keep him from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ with the image of God. We know that the evil one, because they say in Ephesians 6, we do not war against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, high people, all of those wickedness in high places. That is what we fight against. So are we a fighter? Are we there to do the will of God? Are we there to just live and go ahead on about our business in hell and all of this toxic uh, conversation and all of the rhetoric that is going about doing things that we know that is not correct or right, but yet and still we don't want to say nothing about it? Oh, well, we're minding our own business. Well, we have to do something. We have to come to the knowledge of the truth, and it, but and apply it not for our own uh, emotion, not for our own character, but we must apply this truth because this is what we are destined to do. This is what we are told to do. This is one of the instructions that the Lord Jesus left for us. So we must by all means come up to that standard of God and not to the standard of the evil one. But yet and still, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we do those things, when we doubt, when we deny the Lord Jesus Christ, when we disobey the word of God. It is sin, and the penalty of sin is still death. It's like one of the scriptures says that they confess to know God, but deny him by their actions. So we have to come to the place where we have to stop denying God. We have to stop our wicked actions. Scripture tells us to stay away from those bad things. Deny it. Put it aside. Get rid of it. Crucify it. Crucify the flesh. Hold fast to the good. Take what is evil. But yet and still, are we doing it? Are we doing it? But yet and still, we come to the place where we want to hold on to the bad things just like sucking hands for not intentionally, but being friends with the world. Because even in the book of James it says, friendship with the world is an enmity, which is a separation of God. Separation from God, because when we desire to be a friend of the world, we make ourselves an enemy of God. We don't want to be his enemy, but yet and still we are in church, going to church, but yet and still we are out of Christ. This is why 
we have to come to that place of stop listening to the lies of the evil one. Because his only mission, his only mission is to kill, steal, and destroy, is to come to fight against the people of God, and then to take advantage of us, to destroy us with that second-hand smoke, with the lies, with the doctrine that he put in place for us to believe. And so many years, and so for so long, we have been listening to these lies, listening to them, and then going along with them. And that is what makes it so sad. That is what grieving the Holy Spirit. When we start to listen to him and then going along with them, we see the word. We speak the word. But yet and still, yet and still, we go out in the same principle, we do a different thing. And we can't do that. We cannot do that. We deny by our actions. So we must, by all means, come to come to come to oh, I'm making my appeal to to the household of faith to believe, be sincere, and to obey the truth. We must be obedient to the truth, and yet still we come to the place where it is now. We want to say, well, I don't want religion. I want a relationship, which is good. We must have that relationship with Lord Jesus Christ. Before you throw away religion, think about this. Think about what religion really is. Think about God and what he says about religion. So in James 1, it will tell us that, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress. Widows and orphans in their distress and keep yourself unstained from the world, which is reasonable, which is reasonable. Now, it's to care for orphans and widows. We know that orphans are ones without a parent. Those out there in the world without the Lord Jesus will be in their life. Those out there in the world, we must care for them. We must go out there, Jesus said, go out and, uh, and, and command them, not command them, but to help them to come into the house. Go out there and show them the way. Preach this gospel to all nations, making disciples of all people, and then teaching them, all that I have taught you. So when we go out and teach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, go out and speak these things. Let people know that Jesus saved. Let them know that they can have a relationship. They can have a life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Come to believe in him. Come to accept him as Lord in their life. Come to believe that the Father raised him from the dead. And then there are principles that we must follow. Because Lord Jesus came to show us the way. He came to give us instructions as to how to be saved and what to do and how to do things in order to have that relationship or how to have that religion. Because, see, the thing about it is we look at religion in a different way, in a way which we shouldn't. Because one thing about what we're doing now is that we say that we don't want religion, we want a relationship, which is good, it's always good. 
Before you throw out religion, understand this, that God established religion. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God is to care for orphans and widows in their distress, in their distress, and keep yourself unstained from the world. Now, to be unstained from the world, just like what we said before about friendship with the world is an enemy, or you make yourself an, uh, an enmity, or you make yourself an enemy of God, we don't want to be an enemy of God being friendly with the world. All that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, pride of life. So, Scripture tells us to stay out of those things of the world. Set your mind on the thing above where Christ is, not on the things of the world. But Christ will give us these things. Christ will give us everything we need when we seek first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness. When we seek the righteousness of God through his kingdom and the way that he set forth in his word, because, you see, we know that we can do nothing outside the word. The word is Jesus the Christ. He is the word of God. So, therefore, we must believe and obey the word, which is the gospel of the gospel, which is the New Testament of Jesus Christ. Because in Romans 1 and 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for all those who believe. And to believe is to have that effectiveness, and then we must have the works behind our faith to believe. And to have the works is to do those things that is corresponding to our faith. We must take action. It's always about action. So what type of action are we having in order to have that relationship or have our true religion. Purity is always with God. No impure person or immoral person or greedy or idolatrous can enter into the kingdom of God. So therefore, we must hold to his goodness at all points. Hold to his goodness and have that religion. Because see, without the religion that God has made, then we're going we're doomed to death. See, there's too much too much and too long. We have been listening to the religion of the Pharisee mentality. We have held on to the old standards of life. We should understand and know that when Jesus came aboard, there was a new covenant, a new way, a new order, a new thing. And when God established something new, he changed a lot of the old. You hear it in the, in the scripture where a lot of times Jesus said, you have heard that it was said about this and that and the other. But I say, now it's something new. This is a new way, a new idea, a new mentality. So Jesus now is a new high priest. So therefore, we don't have to go along with all of those traditions and all of the stuff that the old priesthood used to do, which we do in our church today. We got to get rid of that mess. That is a religion where we've been binding us up, tearing us down, and polluting us. So when we go to church, it's like going to the hospital, catching that uh, those germs and bacteria and get sick and die in the hospital. We go to the hospital and get healed. We go to church. We go to church for sanctification. We go to church to have uh, to go before the throne of God. We go to church to be amongst each other, to be unified. One together, what, two or three together in his name, 
There he is in the midst of us. So therefore, before you throw out religion, throw out that old religion of the of the Pharisees, throw out that old religion of those people who came to hinder us, came to hold us down and bind us. Throw that mess out and hold to the good religion, the pure religion that God has established. That God has established. Keep yourself unstained from the world. See, we must be found by him without spot of blemish and at peace, without spot of blemish. And we die all the time. I see people going away from here in different forms, different that, with no smile on the face, with no peace in their heart, dying in agony, and yet still, oh, well, he was in the church for so long, oh, she served the Lord, and yet still, yet still, according to Scripture, according to Scripture, we don't know if that soul has been saved or what, because there's a big doubt, a big question mark in their life. We don't know where the action was on the death. Well, let's not take a chance on that. We have to know, and we can know. We can know. So, therefore, before we throw out uh, the goodness of God, we throw out these things that God has meant for us to do, and this for us to have, let us hold to them. Let us be a part of the truth and then be respective of the truth. And how can you be respective of the truth when we're doing something, obeying, obeying what the evil one is trying to get us to obey? He's bringing some mess to us all the time. But that's why we have to stand fast, hold on to the goodness of God. Become the righteousness of God by doing what is right. Even the scripture tells us to purify ourselves, but yet still we go back into the old law, we go back into the Psalms uh, and purify me, uh, make me clean, wash me, wash me, do this. And the Lord is telling us in the gospel, cleanse yourself, purify yourself, keep yourself pure. Purity is a must. So therefore, before we talk about getting rid of something that God has established, God has entrusted in us, God has put in Jesus Christ for us, for our salvation, let us hold on to the goodness. See, we know that religion desires loyalty, loyalty. You have to be loyal to have religion. You have to have faithfulness, a faithful. See, and this is why it's like, I know that it's wrong to say maybe, and a lot of people might not like the idea, but I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a religion, a religion that maybe is for an example, just like we use with the secondhand smoke. The Gestapo, the Nazi regime of Adolf Hitler, that was true religion as far as the loyalty, the faithfulness, the discipline, and the obedience. These are the things that are required by God. These are the things that it was established by the Nazi party. Now, we must by all means be established before Jesus Christ in doing these things of loyalty, of faithfulness. How faithful are we in doing the work of the Lord? How faithful are we in serving each other, loving each other. See, before we say, well, I want relationship 
uh, with God, not religion, are we doing the thing that we are required to do in order to have a relationship? The scripture tells us to love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. The scripture also tells us that how can you love God that you haven't seen when you hate your brother that you see every day? You cannot talk about you loving God and you want a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ when you have an attitude situation, you have a disposition situation, you have all of this stuff, a backbiting situation, you try to overshadow each other, lying to each other, jumping on each other, uh, crucifying each other. Come on. That's not the way Lord is telling us to do and how to do things. He wants us to love each other, love each other, not in just words, oh, brother, I love you, oh, sister, I love you, but how about in deed and in truth, in truth, being purified by our obedience to the truth. First Peter 1, it started at 21 down to 25, obedience to the truth but sincere, deep love of the brethren. We are born again. It's got to be about love that we are born again. So when we are born again, then we know that the Scripture is coming to life in us. Because the Lord said that if you, those who love me will keep my commandments, and those who love me will keep my word. And my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. So when you keep the word of God, then the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit will come to be with you and in you forever. So therefore, we don't have to worry about all of the situation that's going on. We don't have to worry about uh, what is happening around us. We don't have to worry about how to do this and how to do that. We're not our own. We're bought with a price. And when we're bought with a price, then we must glorify God in our body. Glorify him in our body. So, therefore, therefore, we must hold on to the goodness of the Lord. So, therefore, when we start to listen to the evil one, and he doesn't care about whether or not you, okay, uh, have a religion, relationship or a religion, because, see, either way, He's going to come and try to mess up the situation as it is anyway. If you say, I just want a relationship and dismiss religion, then we're still wrong because we've got to have religion and a relationship. We've got to keep ourselves unstained from the world. We must, by all means, help each other, be doers of this holy word, strengthen each other, being compassionate one to another. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. So, therefore, then we come up with other situations where the evil one tells us that, well, look here, after all, nobody's perfect, but we keep holding on to tradition. We keep holding on to what we are told by the evil one. Whereas in perfection, God has a different way and a different meaning for what he has said. We have to understand what God is saying, not what other people are saying about us and establishing our character, establishing uh, our value. We have a value that is so wonderful through 
of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. We are more than a conqueror. We are more than gold and silver and all of the jewels. We are made in his likeness and in his image. God has given us his mind. We have the mind of Christ. We have the spirit of Christ. And when you understand the power of God through Jesus Christ, through his word, do you understand that the sun that was sitting in the sky today, somewhere the sun is shining on somebody. So therefore, if it's not night here, it's day somewhere else. Do you not realize that the earth is traveling around the sun at 17,000 miles a minute? Uh, 17,000 miles an hour, something like that. And it takes 365 days for the earth to get around the sun. That's how big the sun is. And the power of God that made this. And he said, I have given you power over all works of the evil one. And before we were even made, before he even stirred up the dust, he said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness and give them dominion. Before we was even thought of, made up, God has placed this in the spirit for us to have already. So therefore, you know he loves us so much that he's willing to do that. He's willing to call us his children. He's willing to call us the apple of his eye, the royal subject. We are princes and kings. We are ambassadors. We are ministers of reconciliation, and we are his children, inheritance, inheritance of the kingdom. So, therefore, don't throw this away. Please don't throw this away. Please get back into your word and know him, learn of him. The scripture tells you that, tell us that, that all who are laboring heavy laden come to him, and he will give us rest. And he said, take up on my yoke, and learn of me. Now, Jesus is always asking us to know him even more. Come into him. He said, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. God wants us to be closer to him in that relationship. So don't disregard relationship, but yet still don't throw out the religion. Throw out that Pharisee mentality as religion. Because, see, the Pharisees messed up. They sat on Moses, Moses' feet, and yet still they put heavy, 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 heavy fines on people, heavy, heavy burdens on the people. Didn't show them, didn't teach them, didn't have nothing to do with them. They uh, put people up under their thumbs. But Jesus came along to show us a different way. He came along to be a personal relationship with him. But yet still, he did not discard religion. So please, please, do not discard religion. Do not discard all those things that the Lord is telling us to do and how to do it. We are the righteousness of God, not just in right standing, the righteousness of God when we're in Jesus Christ. My righteous one shall live by faith. We must believe this thing. In order to believe this thing, we must be doers of his holy word. When we can do this, we can do this now. So we must love the Lord. We must worship him, worship God in spirit and in truth. 
We must be able to do what he tells us to do, not just how we think and how we feel about doing it. That is what's messing us up. That is why the scripture said that no, no interpretation of scriptures, a matter of one's own, no prophecy of scripture, a matter of one's interpretation. No. God has already told us how to do things and what to do. He's already showed us how and what. But yet and still, we let the evil one dictate and direct us into doing something else. Let us stop doing that. Let us come to the Lord. Let us come to Jesus, our Christ, our Lord and Savior, and be obedient to his word with that love in our heart one to another in order to love him by obeying his holy word. And then loving God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And that way, that way, we will come to have the power. We will come have come to have that relationship with him, that unity. Because even the scripture said that nothing beyond what is written. So therefore we have to stop listening to the evil one, listen to those who are coming from the evil one. Because those who are in sin are always from the devil. All sin is of the devil. So we have to come to say, like, well, stop blaming the devil. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry either. Yes, we blame him. Because there's only two forces, the forces of evil and the forces of good. Good is of God. Evil is of the devil. And if it's personal righteousness, it is still evil. Unless you accept Jesus Christ as Lord of your life and receive him, then you're still in the hands of darkness. So let's not be uh, directed by darkness, but be directed by what is true. Be directed by what is pure, because the purity is a must for God. And that is something we need to work on. We should be working on constantly. Constantly, purity, blessed are the pure in heart, but they shall see God. Let us not go away from here impure, because even the scripture said, no impure person can enter into the kingdom of God. And when you cannot enter the kingdom of God, you won't go into creation or salvation with him. That's all there to it. And that scares the mess out of me because of the past and things that keep coming at me. It could come in over and people and everything, situations, and it's like, Lord, please help me, help me, help me, help me. And that's why we have to keep ourselves in that situation. Keep ourselves in the word. Keep ourselves in prayer. Keep ourselves in loving of one another. Keep ourselves in that position of humility. Know the fruit of the Spirit. Keep ourselves. And loyalty to God, loyalty and faithfulness. Be faithful unto him, faithful and trust him. And then discipline ourselves and be obedient to his truth, obedient to the word, not holding back on things that were necessary. We must not hold me. You know, it's like so many times now, we keep hearing people talking about getting back at each other, doing this and doing that. 
even believers, believers, and this is what really hurts. Well, somebody hurts you, hurt them back. And the Lord says, do not return evil for evil. He is the avenger. God is the avenger of all, all that come against you. And those who insult you, insult God. So therefore, we don't have to worry about getting back at people. The Lord knows how to get back, how to do, how to avenge you. He can avenge you. So stop worrying about getting back at people because you did this and you did that for somebody, and therefore uh, you need some help and you need this and you need that. You can't call on nobody. We can call on the Lord, and he is there to supply our every need. He will supply our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So God is so good. He will not leave us hanging, and he will give us our desires of our heart. If our of our desire is to please him and to be there with him and in him, believe me. And if we have to suffer, suffer for righteousness' sake. Suffer for doing what is right. Don't suffer as a mischief maker. Don't suffer as a thief. Don't suffer as an evildoer. But if you must suffer, suffer for holding up the name of the Lord Jesus. Suffer for the Christ that is in us. Then we have God's approval. And this is what hurt us so much sometimes, but it shouldn't hurt us. But we're not understanding this because so many times we're not being taught this. This is why we have to get together, get back into the Word, get back into the Scripture, lay before the Lord, study, and to know Him. Get to know Him even the better. Go back there. Go back to basics. It's all right to go back to basics. It's all right as long as we have a chance, an opportunity, and let us stop with this secondhand situation, this secondhand life. Hand-me-down mentality of what the Pharisees and all of the, those people did back then, all of our uh, rituals and stuff. Oh, well, who are you under? Who are you studying? Who are you piloting? And you know what? And I'll tell, you, I'll tell anybody, I'd rather be home with the Lord by myself than to be contaminated by a bunch of hypocrites. And I'm not saying everybody's a hypocrite. No, I'm not. But I will tell you this, because I see people, I talk with them, and I see, and I how you say, test the spirit, not to judge people, but if you're not talking about Christ and the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, I'm going to back off. I'm going to back off, because you should be glad to discuss and talk about Lord Jesus Christ and all that God has done for us and all that he will do for us, and all that he can do for us, and the power about us, yes, and the power of his love, and the power of his goodness. So come to obey, come to trust, and come to love him even the more by loving each other, loving each other, caring for each other, and being the righteousness of God. And even the scripture says that love has been fulfilled to come into perfection. But as he is, so are we in this world. 
First John four and seventeen. Yes. Yes. We can be that place not to be friends with the world, not to be an enemy of God, but to be the righteousness of God, but to be the power of this goodness, the power of this might, the word of our salvation. Hold it fast to the word. Oh, it is awesome. It is awesome. So, therefore, I would appreciate if, if you want to get back to me. If you don't believe, we can talk and we can discuss these things. If you don't believe the scripture, I can go back over the scripture with you and I will talk with you. But in the meantime, open up that Bible. Open up that word and study the word, the gospel. Before you go uh, traveling around all through the different scriptures, different books of the Bible, yeah, all that good stuff, and all of the prophets and holding on to this one and holding on to that one and getting confused, God is not the author of confusion. He's not the author of confusion, but he is of peace. So, therefore, I invite all to get in touch with me, Brother Michael Jones, P-E-O-P-L-E-X-C-E-L, the letter N, L-O-V-E, at Yahoo.com. On my website, it's P-E-O-P-L-E, P-E-O-P-L-E, dot Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y, dot com. Call me. Text me. Email me. Let's talk. Let's pray. And let's talk about the goodness of Lord Jesus Christ. Let's come together. Come together and proclaim the name of Lord Jesus. And then speak the gospel of our salvation. Yes, we mess up so much. And we hold on to all of the, the garbage and the rhetoric and the confusion. And then be lost. And our eyes open up in a dark place, in a place of destruction. As the man said, I am in torment in these flames. He had no intention and he never thought about him going to hell because he was there in a good place. He was there in a good place, but a man was outside his gate suffering that needed attention. And this will happen to us sometimes. We're there in a place where we're doing good. We're doing all of this and all of that. And there are people around us who are suffering, needing our attention, needing help, needing our love. I'll never forget a man on the side of my house with a needle in his arm. One man came by calling the police. No, don't call the police. I go out, talk to the man. I know that you're suffering, my brother. I know that you're hurting. Talk with me. Talk to me. What's happened? What's going on in your life? The man confessed that his mother was dying from cancer. And he came on this side of town to procure this drug to ease his pain, 
And after he had taken his dope and letting his dope do the work through his body, put him in that place, put him in that place of relaxation, put him in that place of ease, and talk to him. And I told him, come by that place where I worked at, which at the time was in the soup kitchen. The man showed up. See, people are hurting in this world. But yet and still, we go to our four walls. We go to our little poor pit. We make our collection. We hee-hee and ha-ha to each other. But what about those who are out there? That's true religion. They help those people that need help. That need help. We don't speak to them. We're too good to talk to them. We're too good to say hello to them. Well, they're going to be asking for money. If you don't have it, so don't go out with money in your pocket. Don't worry about it. If you don't have it, you can't give it to them. Say, I don't have it. I'm sorry. Leave your money home. That's all. So anyway, so we can do these things. God is so good, and he's there for us. But he wants us to know what we're going to do with religion, with his love with the caring, with the compassion, with the humility. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will exhort you. Yes, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. But he's not going to flee as long as he knows that you've got, that he has you in his pocket. He's not going to flee as long as he knows that he's controlling you. He's not going to flee as long as he knows that he has the upper hand in your life. So, therefore, get him out of your life right here, right now. Let's pray for him to be out of your life. Get in touch with me, and let's pray. And also, on Tuesday night, Tuesday night, come to our teleconference. We have a teleconference about stress. Uh, also, we talk about how we have suicide and depression. So come and join us. Be there with us. And when we sit there with us, then we can really help each other get over a lot of situations. So call me at the area code 302-202-1106. That is 302-202-1106. And our conference code is 761-988. 